This is another episode of the Matt Germs Podcast, the sickest wrestling podcast on the planet, where the best thing that you can do is to be exposed to the germ. Today, I get to have a conversation with Gina Perry. I'm so excited for this one. Gina's doing great things with Beat the Streets. We get to learn a little bit more about that and their new initiative, Gear Up, that has really been pushed right now. I really challenge you guys to dive in, to listen, to give, to share, do whatever it can, you can to provide opportunities for these kids. Also, a little disclaimer, there's times where the volume or the audio just gets kind of screwy. Hang in there, listen. It's an awesome one. Thank you so much, Gina Perry, for jumping on. I'm uh, excited to... Uh... Good to have this conversation. I know you're super passionate about the sport of wrestling. You've been around it for a very long time. Would, would you even share like how being a part of Beat the Streets kind of came about? Sure. Yeah. So, um, so actually my first interaction with Beat the Streets was, I mean, Rich was still in college and I was at a tournament watching, um, some family friends wrestle a youth tournament in Mannheim Township in Lancaster. And I saw these kids all wearing these same singlets and it said, beat the streets. And I went up to their coach and I said, what is this? You know, like, tell me a little bit about it. Um, and they were actually from beat the streets, Baltimore. And he explained that, you know, it's a wrestling program that also has like mentoring and they're basically trying to reach um, youth from underserved communities and use wrestling as a tool to help change the trajectory of their life um, and positively impact the trajectory of their life. So that was my pin. I called Rich right away and I was like, oh my goodness, you have to find out more about this program. Um, it sounds, of course, he was still in college focusing on his career. Um, I was at home raising our daughter. So that nothing really like happened with that um, or materialized. You fast forward a few years later, He's coaching at American for a year, um, gets an offer to train at the Pennsylvania Regional Training Center in Philadelphia with Penn and Drexel, um, who just so happens to work right alongside Beat the Streets Philadelphia. So Rich gets the opportunity to go in, um, I think he was going like once or twice a week to their youth practices um, and running those for Beat the Streets Philadelphia, several different locations. Um, around the city. And I was like, this is awesome. Like you're working with the youth, you're able to mentor them, you're helping them with wrestling, but then coming alongside them with life as well. Right. So he's forming relationships with these youth. Um, at that point we had two children, Maya and Bo. And so Rich would bring us along to practice and we would watch them practice. And my favorite part of that was watching Rich pull kids aside, um, and just pour into them and encourage them and uplift them. So once I saw how wrestle, the sport of wrestling, obviously, I mean, it has the power to change anyone's life, right? But you take youth who have never wrestled before. They are coming from schools that are overcrowded. Um, they're not, I mean, you're, you're talking like, so I'm thinking from, I was born in Miami and like my kindergarten class had 50 kids in it and one teacher and one teacher's aide. Then we moved to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and it's more of a rural setting, and you're seeing a class of like 15, and you can't tell me the kids that are in the urban setting, you know, with 
much larger class size, less resources, you can't say that they're going to have that same life experience because they're not. So you're, you're able to impact children who are in underserved communities um, in a big and mighty powerful way by, by teaching them all of the life lessons that wrestling has to offer. That's self-discipline, accountability, grit, determination, hard work, grace, all of these wonderful attributes, um, characteristics that we can attribute to uh, the sport of wrestling. That was a lot. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, that's perfect. And uh, well, that's great. It was, I, I guess I didn't even necessarily realize that that was something that you had kind of taken on. How long have you been with Beat the Streets, like as a, like on staff? Yeah. So I actually didn't, I helped uh, Beat the Streets National last year with the gear up campaign. And that was my like initial interaction with beat the streets, um, like one-on-one -on -one, aside from rich. So I helped them with the gear up campaign last year. And then, um, I just loved what Ben Ryder was doing as the ex executive director. Um, and he asked me if I would like to come on as a part-time, uh, communications associate. And of course I jumped at that opportunity, right? Like to work with this organization and all these people who I greatly admire. Um, and then I didn't transition to the role I'm in now, which is the director of development and communications until, I mean, it was literally, it's been two, two and a half weeks, I think <laughs> I started. So yeah, it's a big transition. I was a full-time stay-at-home mom um, prior and it, it's definitely I will say it is the one and only organization that I would have ever left being a stay-at-home mom for. Um, and that's strictly because I know what I'm providing for my children as far as their, their childhood and life experience. And I know that they're supported and loved and they have um, people in their corner. And I know some of the youth that we work with at Beat the Streets, or at least the youth we're trying to um the ones we want in the, our programs are ones that might not have that same support system at home or in their school or in their community. Um, and those kids, they deserve someone to fight for them and they deserve someone who's going to ultimately provide um, a safe, loving, supportive, encouraging environment. And that's what I hope Beat the Streets provides for them. Yeah, and what I'm working to provide for them. Well, and even, even like you had said, it's the only organization that would have pulled you out from being a stay-at-home mom. Like, what a what a cool picture even to paint for your kids. Like, not, not every opportunity that, even if it's a good opportunity, is your opportunity, right? Or where you're supposed to be at. And to be able to, you know, probably say no to some things along the way, but for them to see, like, what, what would it take for her to go? Like, even as they get older and start to understand some of those things, like, oh, yeah, she's she's fighting for others, you know? And that's pretty neat. I think that's really cool for your kids to see and for them to continue to be around that. Um, how many kids do you have now? Thank you. That was so beautiful. So I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, so we have four kids. Yeah, I we have four. They to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's definitely hard to keep up um they are full of energy and their personalities are also magnetic like rich you know so um you want to be around them all the time but 
but yeah, this is definitely a calling. I think, I think this, it was, this is my purpose in life. I feel like this was definitely something we prayed about. Um, and then God opened doors that if it, if it wasn't meant for me, it, it wouldn't have happened, you know? So I'm grateful that I'm here. Um, and I'm grateful I'm able to do this work for these, this organization and, and for these youth right now, we're serving, um, about 8,400 youth across the nation. Um, and we want to see that number grow drastically over the next few years. Um, but to do that, we have a lot of work to do and we need a lot of support from the wrestling community. So I'm excited. I'm excited for what's to come. Um, and kind of transitioning into that, how many, do you know, offhand, um, like how many cities right now actually have a beat the streets? Does that make yeah, sense? So, yeah, for sure. It makes sense. Um, so there are 10 accredited chapters and what accredited means is they're just recognized by beat the streets national. So those are the chapters that are going to get help from like, you know, the gear up campaign that we're having right now, we are able to provide those youth with new gear. And I'll talk about that a little bit later, but in those 10 chapters, there's different locations because beat the streets wants to be accessible to as many youth as possible. So, um, in Philadelphia, it's not just one location. There are several locations, whether that be at the police, um, athletic centers, um, what different schools. And that's the same with like New York city. So there's actually 37 cities that beat the streets, um, that there are beat the streets locations, but it's 10 overall chapters. Uh, yeah. one of the chapters, new England, they're actually in different States, but it's one chapter. That's cool. I see. So yeah, and I'm, I'm learning uh, more and more about it. And it's kind of funny, like even growing up, a little well I shouldn't say growing up but within the last 10 years like beat the streets was like oh man there's some they had big different like wrestling events and it's like I don't really know what that is but I knew more about the actual kind of big events I got promoted you know and then that were kind of fundraisers for beat the streets but the more and more that I uh, kind of got to know a little bit about it and the more uh, excited I get especially as you see man there's some high level coaches and some just awesome people within the wrestling community that are that are on staff now and that are like I said that are coaching that it just gets you even more excited because what what a cool opportunity for some of these kids to have like to, to have those kind of people around them and you know world team members and stuff like that that get a pour in their lives. Like, I just can't, it's so cool to see an organization like that continue to grow and thrive. And like you said, to really reach the goals that they want to, like the wrestling community is going to have to come beside that. And, and hopefully even as that continues to grow that like that branches out even further than just the wrestling community. And so, yeah, it's super exciting. I'm, I'm pumped. Absolutely. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, I mean, it's so this past summer, we held our first annual, it's going to be an annual event. It's the National Duels, where all the Beat the Streets chapters come. And we met in Chicago, and there were duels, but it was just Beat the Streets team. So the kids got to interact, they had um, 
They were able to go sightseeing. Um, some of them traveled by airplane for the first time ever, left their cities for the first time ever. These are opportunities that were able to provide for them um, that they otherwise wouldn't experience. And not only that, but they got to go to these awesome clinics held by some of the best wrestlers the country has to offer. And a lot of times the wrestlers that you see pouring into these youth, they're wrestlers who, you know, they come from similar situations or they, they come from similar um, areas where they know what these kids are going through and they can recognize the struggle um, and the obstacles that these kids have to overcome. And you get the opportunity, like you said, to work with these world-class athletes and that's gonna change your entire perspective on wrestling. Uh, my daughter, Maya, she's 10. She was able to go to the uh, women's world. Um, so it's like right before the world championships, the women's world team was preparing. So it was their camp. Um, and they actually came to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where we live. And we were able to watch the girls wrestle and train and compete against each other. And my, that changed Maya's entire perspective on the sport and just lit a fire in her. So then I take that same experience and see these beat the streets athletes, these youth, right? And they're, they're witnessing these athletes competing at the highest level and training them and taking time to sit down and talk to them. And it's like, that's life-changing. You look at beat the streets, Philadelphia, and you see the Pennsylvania regional training center and those athletes going to the practices, pouring into those kids, like, these are all things that wouldn't be made possible if we didn't have the support system and the community that the wrestling world built. Um, so it is, it's, it's beautiful to witness. It's beautiful to be a part of. It's a blessing. Um, and I am so excited for what's to come because there are, there's so much growth that's yet to happen. Um, and this is just the start. Well, and I, even for, you know, someone like me that I've grown up in, small town Midwest, my whole, most of my life. And I guess more and more of these chapters start to pop up as you have conversations with more and more people that are part of it, um, whether it's Chicago or Philadelphia or whatever it is, like it, it makes it more real because there's so much of like, I'm pretty ignorant to what it's like to be in, you know, those those kind of places more urban areas like I've never really experienced that for other than you know in a hotel for outside of a week or whatever you know and so to get a make those stories real I think really gets other especially as it happens more and more around the country like it gets people like me more excited too and just like the need more real I guess and kind mm -hmm. of connecting it makes it a lot easier not only to give financially or whatever it is, but to even volunteer when those opportunities come apart. Um, or especially things yeah. like when you see those duels and stuff like that pop up. It's, I can give something to someone that's really going to be earth shattering for them. Like fly on a plane for the first time in their life or get a be on travel team or whatever it is like that. Outside of that, they may, may, they may never get that experience. Exactly. Exactly. It's once in a lifetime experience for these kids. Um, and we're just trying to reach as many youth as possible. Like you said, trying to put a face to the program, right? Like there are a lot of people who aren't aware of the circumstances when you are living in a very urban community and underserved community. They're not aware of the lack of resources for, for these youth. I mean, some of them, they, they are living in a single parent home. If there's a parent 
around at all because typically, you know, their parents are probably out working um, really late jobs. Some of them are raising their their own like their siblings as though so they're playing the role of mother and father and then they're expected to go to school get good grades and then wrestling and beat the streets offers them this stability this safe haven we it's not just wrestling too I want to make that clear beat the streets has it's a youth development program so we are instilling all of these life lesson principles into our youth and then there's also a mentoring program there there um there's certain sorry, I love my brain. There's certain um, programs that they're offering, you know, to visit colleges, to um, take campus tours, their SAT prep classes that our youth are offered for free. They get to take those classes for free. And the fees that are usually associated with that are waived for them. Um, we're opening doors and opportunities for them to not only further their education, but if they choose to do so, they can um, step into other programs too, like um, some of our youth, they decide to go to the service or they decide to join the workforce, but they're more prepared than they would have been had they not experienced the support system that Beat the Streets offers. So it's it's definitely life-changing. Um, and as you said, like I, my main purpose in filling this role at Beat the Streets National is to grow the community, right? Like the wrestling community has done so much for our family um, that Rich and I both want to give back and do more for others and specifically the wrestling community. And so when you are able to build this, like cross the state lines, do, you know, reach so many people because of social media and really create this tight knit community, um, it just, it just makes makes it one big family you know like you and I we didn't know each other but it was wrestling that brought us together on Twitter it's the same with so many others um and I'm just excited to be able to do that for beat the streets and that's why we are taking a different approach on the um gear up campaign this year so if you've noticed and you're on a team um so we have started this year our goal is to we are going to gear up 2,000 beat the street student athletes and that entails new headgear, um, new shoes from ASICS, new workout clothes. Um, and they're going to get $200 worth of gear because of our sponsors. Um, ASICS is sponsoring us, ResLite, Gear to Compete, and Good Sports. Um, so they're, because of their generosity, we're able to give one student athlete $200 worth of gear every time somebody else donates $50. That's like insane. It's like grab five of your friends, throw in 10 bucks each, and you're basically sponsoring a youth. You know what I mean? Um, and so my approach this year is to basically, who doesn't love competition? Wrestlers, I mean, I live with a few of them, my daughter and Rich. They are the most competitive people I know. So I figure we have this friendly competition where Anybody who wants to be a team leader can go to the website, sign up, be a team leader, and then grab their closest friends, family, their Twitter friends, whatever, whoever, ask them to join their team, and then everybody spread the word. And we make it a group effort, a community effort um, to spread awareness about the Gear Up campaign, spread the word about Beat the Streets and what we're doing, and let's get these kids in the sport, you know, let's get them committed to the sport, because Youth in poverty are six times more likely to quit strictly because of the costs associated with gear and competition. Um, 
And I mean, when you have a family that has to choose between groceries or wrestling shoes, they're clearly going to choose groceries, right? Or headgear and electric bill. They're going to choose the electric bill. And then these kids, they feel underprepared. They're not confident stepping onto that mat because stepping into that practice room because they don't have the necessary equipment to do it. They're going to quit. They're not going to show up. I know because I've witnessed it for myself living in Florida. That's what happens. Um, and so beat the streets is coming alongside our youth and saying, you don't have to worry about it. We're going to take care of you. We're going to provide the necessary equipment. We're going to provide the necessary gear, um, and get you feeling confident and secure to start your wrestling season off the right way. And in the meantime, we're going to have a little competition between the wrestling community because we have a leaderboard. So all of the teams, um, if you have the most teammates, if you raise the most money or you have the most donations, and that doesn't matter how much the donations add up to, it's just the most donations, um, you're going to be on the leaderboard. And every week we're giving away something uh, to those top producing leaders. That's cool. And, you know, one of the things that's been fun, like yesterday, I kind of just went through like my Facebook page and like, okay, who are some of the people like that in the wrestling community that I value? And I know that we value others. And I would just kind of send them a note and kind of what, you know, uh, what this is a part of and that I could have a conversation with you um, today or whatever. And it was fun. Some of the responses I got back, you know, people that would have never, never have heard of beat the streets. They're never going to see any of, see any of that without like that individual person just you know, like putting eyes on it next thing you know it's like mm -hmm. hey could i talk about this at my office you know like i have a girl that um uh, is a part of a gym in washington and she's not even really involved with wrestling other than the fact that like last year nebraska got it i coached the girls anything like female empowerment she's hey, i want to be a part of that so i kind of I showed her that, and she's just like, I want to put this before my gym and take your time with it, do it well. And, and that kind of stuff, it's like, man, eyes on it matters. And it does mm -hmm. not take that much to be mindful of who I even reach out to, just do it to do it. But mm -hmm. like, who actually is going to put forth effort? And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, okay, I can do that. <laughs> you know, so that was fun yeah. getting to have, and I think even anytime you get to have those kind of conversations, like what it's about or things like that, like at least for me personally, you get more and more excited about, about the fact that like, man, this is real. Like I really get to help close the gap for some of these kids. Like you talked about that are six more, like six times more likely to quit or um, you know, that they have stability or for some of them in some ways can I have a father figure or, you know, that actually, mm -hmm. or even for two hours, get a step away from what life, you know, for a little bit and they get to just kind of play, you know, or whatever that yeah. might look like for them. And it just, it, it, it gets me really excited to know that there are those kind of programs, not only for wrestling, but around the country. And like you shared mm -hmm. a little bit about even with social media, what that's allowed to happen. I mean, there, there can be some awful stuff with it, but it also like when used in the right way, there really is not a better tool that, that exists. You know, it just allows so many eyes and it allows really to reach the entire country, which in any other form just isn't going to happen. So that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, um, it's definitely cool. I love that you're sharing. And I so appreciate that you're sharing with people like across your state lines too. That's the beauty of this. Like you can literally invite anyone to come alongside and support the mission. Um, and I think that it's going to be really neat at the end to to see how many people have poured in, how many people are sending that same message that you're valued, we care about you, we're here for you. Because that's the message that every single donation, every single share, every single like, every single repost, that's the message that that sends to our youth, right? That we're, we're saying that we value you, we see you, and we're going to come alongside you and raise you up and we're going to support you. Um, and I think that that's really, really powerful. And I'm just so excited that you are sharing with people across state lines. And it's just, it's, it's really, I think it's going to be fun, you know, like we're just getting started. Um, but there's already some banter between the team leaders, you know, that trash talk, it's all healthy and positive. Um, but it's there and it, there's a buzz starting. We've got a few colleges involved um, and coaches, wives, like I said, they're the ones that are going to really push it forward, I think. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Well, I mean, I just think of kind of like building blocks. Think of the people that are already kind of like, oh, I'm in on this. And what's next year going to look like, you know, when they can pull others or others see at the tail end of it, like, man, that'd be pretty cool. It's like, well, we'll expect you next year to jump on board or whatever it may be. And no, it'll be fun to see what continues to happen. And even who, I mean, the Lord moves in big ways it, and who knows who's going to get a hold of the information that's never had it before. And five years down the road might be on staff or 10 years down the road might be a part of bringing a chapter to a city that no one really dreamed of, you know? So, so many things can happen and it, it is, it's exciting and wrestling does a really special thing anyways, but to, to kind of bring the community together. That's the part that excites me when you see some of the other people that you respect and that they're jumping on board. That's sweet. They're going to get a whole different set of eyes on it. And whatever. Yeah. I'll share something with you first. You could say it's an exclusive, but what I have in store for next year, because of course I'm already thinking about that, right? Yeah. Um, so next year we are going to, well, I am going to, along with all my, my teammates, um, we are going to reach out to all the different wrestling programs. Um, and what I would love to see happen is for each school to get behind this movement, right? And to really pour in for our youth and show up for our youth in a big way um, and then be able to honor them at NCAAs. I think that that would be the, the school that raises the most, um, has the most or has the most donations or has the most support and followers, right? I want to honor each one of those schools um, that does that. And I think that that's going to be really cool. So then we have, you know, get behind your favorite wrestling team. Um, so that's what's in store for next year. And for this year, I'm, I'm still looking for more colleges to jump on board. Um, I love that we have so many podcasters and media um, jumping on and supporting this movement because I think that also helps to get the word out quickly, right? You guys have listeners and followers from all over. So I, I'm excited. And I'm so incredibly grateful that we have the team leaders that we do in place um, and for everybody that's joined a team and has shown support we already have 
um, 64 donors and it's only been two weeks and we've raised almost, um, well, we've raised over $13,000 in two weeks as a wrestling community. Like that to me is amazing. Just absolutely amazing. That's incredible. Uh, I did want to, mm-hmm. I actually wanted to transition away from the beat the streets for a second. Uh, in the PRTC room right now, or be connected with that. How cool mm-hmm. has it been to see that room grow like in numbers, but even just the, the type of people that are in that room right now are just phenomenal. It definitely, it doesn't get better than, than those guys. Um, it's been incredible to watch. So Rich was the first official PRTC athlete. Um, and then there was Danny Mitchiff. Um, I think he's at Kent state now as a coach an assistant coach. And then, um, we had Kanan Bathia. So it was the three of those guys. Right. And then in 2016, um, Rich is Kyle Snyder's training partner and Brandon slays down there and, um, Brandon's com- commits to come over to the PRTC and be the executive director of the PRTC and the head coach. Um, like you can't get ba- You can't get a better coach. Brandon is one of those guys who's not going to make you the best wrestler, right? Cause he's, he expects full effort all the time, but he's going to make you a better man. He's going to make you a better person, a better Christian, a stronger leader. Um, and he expects that of you and he demands that of you, but he does it in a way that you want to step up and you want to be the best version of yourself. And then I can say, I can say that for rich. Cause I know, cause he shared that with me, but then I can also say he has that same effect on the family members, right? Because he has that effect on me as Rich's wife pre-injury um, and post-injury and through the injury and everything else. He's come alongside and he and his wife, Tina Slay, she's the same way. And it's been that way for every person that's entered that room. Um, so then Brandon comes and then there's Chase Pammy and there's Dan Valamont and BJ Futrell, who's now an assistant coach for Penn. Um, and we just had a great time with those guys. And it was like, they called themselves the four horsemen and they were such a tight knit group. And then we had Joey McKenna come in, I think it was 2018. Um, and then David McFadden, Mark Hall, and now we have Jordan Burroughs. So it's crazy to sit back and watch the growth and watch how the room has changed um, over the years. And Brandon Slay, obviously huge part in that. But then there's also, we have, um, Roger Reyna, and he is just pours into these guys all the time, just life lessons, wrestling, you name it, same type of standards. We want strong leaders. We want all around good character. These guys are role models for the youth. They work side by side with beat the streets kids. Um, so they have to be good role models off and on the mat in public and behind the scenes. And that's what you get when you look at the PRTC. Uh, They are insanely good wrestlers, but so much better people, if if I can say that. I mean, I know Jordan's accolades are literally out of this world, but as great of a wrestler as he is, he's just as great of a person and role model. And I can say that for every single PRTC athlete um, that's there. And yeah, it's been an incredible experience to watch the growth. Um, And I think, again, they are just getting started as well. 
Yeah, for for real. And you know, as a Husker fan, obviously I've always been a big Burroughs fan. I've watched him wrestle a lot, but it actually gets I'm really excited for uh Tyler Berger um is headed that way. And but like even not only the wrestling part of it, but it's like I'm excited to see him grow like as a man, because I think you have to turn your back to it, you know, and be like, no, nah, I'm not doing this kind of to not grow as a person. And mm-hmm. you know, just even even as a Husker fan to have someone like that enter, like, how could you not be excited for, yeah. for a guy, like not only as a wrestler, but as a person, like when you rub shoulders with Joey, with Jordan, with Coach Slay, with BJ, you know, those guys, it's like, wow, how, how cool is that? Yeah, so Tyler Berger actually moved in today, um, into Philly today, so perfect timing. I wasn't able, I haven't spent a ton of time with them. Um, I did get to meet him and his wife a few weeks back, and they were so kind, but Rich has been a big Tyler Berger fan for years because he used to go out and, Rich used to go out and train with Jordan um, in Nebraska, and so he would be able to spend time with Tyler and then come back and tell me all about it. Um. So I'm excited for what he brings to the table as well. They're strong believers. Um, and, you know, the PRTC is not affiliated with, like, it's not a Christian organization. It just so happens that the same principles that we carry in our faith carry over and translates to the PRTC, right? So um, it's it's great to see more believers come to the PRTC and and to know that they want to be the best version of themselves. Um, and again, it's not just the athlete, right? It's the athlete's family. You have Lauren, we have Sydney now, we have Tina, um, there's Beza, McFadden is engaged um, to Jules, and they're all great women too. And we each hold each other to that same standard. Like you have to be the best version of yourself, you know? And I think that's what sets the PRTC apart from any other community or, or organization is that yeah, what you're doing on the mat matters, but what you're doing when you walk off that mat matters that much more. Yeah, and it really is a, it just seems like a family atmosphere. Now, I, as like a wrestling family or fan, how cool has that been to, you know, watch these guys at a U.S. Open or at a World Trials and, well, and just recently at the World's, how cool has that been to be like, I mean, I mean that to see the success part of it and actually get to see the wrestling part play out. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's cool. Um, I will say Rich gets just as excited for these guys. Like when McFadden won his U S open title, Rich was just as excited for McFadden as he would have been if he won that himself, you know, to see McFadden come in and grow as a wrestler and get better every single practice and then every single tournament and then to see him achieve that it was incredible I know it it meant the world to Rich um you look at Jordan and I mean whenever Jordan wins or loses or wrestles like I get so emotional and I'm I'm so stressed it's like because I know what Lauren sacrificed I know what their family goes through I know that sacrifice and and the willingness to do that so that your husband can achieve that level of success. It's a lot. And it's, it's a lot. And a lot of people don't realize, you know, what happens behind the scenes. They only see Jordan's success on the mat and they get to see those awesome clips Levy's creating of him working out, but they don't see all the heartache and, and the, 
the, um, you know, that all the pain behind the wrestling, right? You're literally giving your body to the sport um, and your time away from your kids and, and all of that, it adds up. But to come alongside them and then see them in, right? And, and achieve their goals and accomplish what they wanted, they set out to do, it's incredible. Um, and it's the entire community. I know the PRTC has been very vocal about it since Jordan won, but it's literally the entire community we felt like we won that, you know, that we were a part of that and played a, played a part of that success. So yeah, it's been really cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And it's, it's, man, and it's cool too. It makes it so easy to cheer for someone like that as well. And I think one of my favorite moments is I saw a couple of different clips of even not only just the finals, but I can't remember what round it was, but uh, someone had posted like just the Iranian fans just going off um, after while he was wrestling and cheering him on. And it, I just, I don't know what other kind of sport or where you're going to see something like that happen. And, you know, in the divide in so many other parts of the world there, but like what wrestling was has been able to do and or how Jordan's been able to embrace that it's just it's just something special and it's so it's just so cool to see like as a wrestling fan and um as a fan of Jordan just like it's mind-blowing it's like how why are they cheering for that it should be the opposite but it's not like there's and it's been like that for years yeah it's funny because I just had this conversation with Rich. I was like, Jordan's an incredible wrestler, right? Like, and he's awesome to watch. But what is it that makes the Iranians love him and so committed to him? But I think the answer is he's so respectful. You know, he will stop and talk to anyone that comes up to him and approaches him. And I mean, you can't, you can't not like the guy right? Like that's just who he is as a person, his character, um, everything he stands for, the hard work, the dedication, the perseverance, the family man, like you, if you don't like him, there's something wrong with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not him. That's the issue. That's you with the problem. Um, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredible to see like how wrestling a sport where you're literally trying to get your opponent to submit to you, it promotes such peace, you know, world peace like that. That's crazy. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to thank you so much for your time. Um, thank you for the passion for people, uh, your passion for the sport. It's been a lot of fun. Um, you've been a big encouragement to me. I know that. And I know you lifted me up at some tough times as well. So thank you so much. I'm just long overdue. Uh, we can't wait till... Uh, as a family, we can get together with you guys. That'll be that'll be special. So, uh, thank you so much. With uh, Streets, super pumped. Um, it it will be exciting to see where this goes and how it continues to change lives. And you know, and I get excited to think about in a decade. You know, some of these kids are going to be pouring back into it. You know, and like what what a turnaround and what an opportunity and just what a cool what a cool organization and it's 
I really appreciate it. So have a great rest of the week. I really challenge you guys to step into this, to be a part of what's happening with Beat the Streets. Gear up. Donate. We have till December. Join a team. Find someone on wrestling Twitter that has a team. There's different wrestling teams across the country. There's different media outlets. Whatever it is, join their team. Share it. Go, go, go. Make this happen. Let's destroy the goal. I'm super pumped to be a part of it. I'm excited to hear what's going to happen to these kids. What an opportunity. Also, if you want to, go ahead and follow me at WIEMS19 on Twitter or at Matt Germs on Twitter. On Instagram, it's same thing, WIEMS19 or at Matt Germs Podcast. Thank you, guys.